Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva, and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. This is where we talk about all things pleasure-related. And for me, pleasure has a lot to do with receiving uh, senses in the body, experiencing in the body, having my body turned on and happy, that for me has a lot to do with pleasure. So tonight, it's, tonight's topic is actually how to spring into action, um, inspired by nature, inspired by my cat in heat. Um, you know, so many things have inspired this show. And, and also for me, um, it's it's inspired by my own body. So for me, I am like one of those people who when the summer rolls around, if there's a human body anywhere near and I'm like, and it's hot outside, it's you know, like people need to run away because I may grab you, feel you up. Like I have this sort of um, animalistic nature when it comes to summer and yes yes you can come visit me it's okay like if you don't mind being felt up come and visit me in the summer because um, literally like my body is just like Rah! make babies uh, touch bodies it's just like it goes crazy um, and and I've noticed that this has been a theme for like my whole life um, you know, growing up in Canada, we have these cold winters where it's like, you know, it's freaking cold out. And even when when you got the heat on in your house, sometimes when it's a good minus 40 degrees Celsius out there, um, no matter how much heat or or fireplaces or, you know, heating you've got going on, your home is cold. And I'm not one of those people who whose body is really turned on by... Uh, frigid coldness that, you know, you're walking around, um, you know, you basically, you can create icicles out of your own um, boogers. That's how cold it can get. <laughs> so for those of you listening in the southern U.S. and that you're like, this is just unfathomable. Um, and, you know, India, I know I've got listeners in India and it's like the concept of that kind of cold is just like mind boggling. Um, yeah, it gets cold. So in that kind of cold, I've noticed that uh, my body just doesn't get turned on as much. And it's interesting, when you look at the populations of the planet, you know, when you look at countries that are northern countries that are in colder climates, there tend to be smaller populations, you know. You look at countries where there's uh, hotter climate, they tend to have larger populations. So I'm pretty darn sure that I am not the only one who gets turned on by heat. Just saying. 
Um, and, you know, the population of our Eskimo peeps in northern Canada and, and all of our Aboriginal friends living in the north, um, you know, they have very small populations up there. Not the most convenient thing, getting naked in, like, really, really cold temperatures. You're pretty much keeping your clothes on unless you got to go pee. And then they might even get creative. I don't know for sure because I haven't been to, like, Nunavut, Nikalawit. I could ask my brother. He would know. Um, so, you know, there's certain factors that definitely come in uh, into play when it comes to, you know, our body and libido. Um, and, and that desire for like when springtime shows up that our body's just like, woohoo, they jump into action, you know, watching, uh, for example, my cat just going ballistic outside a couple of nights ago. He was just like losing it. Um, he, there was like, I don't know, I th think it was even like a porcupine, but he didn't care. He was like ready to rock and roll and, He's not fixed. He's an outdoor cat, but he was just like everything was like going to get it that night. So I was like, "Whoa!" And and then uh, my lover husband, he was like, "I hope he's not fighting." I said, "I think he's actually having sex. Like I think he's trying to have sex with a porcupine. I'm not sure, but he's uh, he's he's kind of cuckoo." And so I was like asking my lover husband, "I'm like, don't go outside." The cat has gone crazy. He'll probably jump you. He's probably going to be highly turned on by you. I, I'd understand if he was. Uh, so, so it was uh, it was crazy. Um, and you know, when you look around too, you look at nature, right? Right now, uh, we're just kind of getting into spring. Um, yesterday in the Toronto area, we actually had weather that was about 16 Celsius. So that's about. 70-ish, 60-70-ish for you Americans. So it's getting warm and um, nice out. And, you know, it's like we're we're going, wow, it's, it's spring for real. We actually are having spring for real. And, you know, so this is like, you know, the buds are coming out on the trees. They're going to start happening. And the grass is actually coming back to life. Like things are coming back to life. And not only do things like the trees and the grass and the animals come out of hiding and everything's like alive and awake. Our libidos are alive and awake. It's really amazing how much our bodies are connected with the earth and what's actually going on in the areas that we live in. So, you know, there are a number of factors that doctors would say have an impact on us, um, whether it's hormones, you know, whether your hormones are low. Um, you know, I did some research about this, and, and there are some basically 10, fac uh, 15 actually factors that they talk about. And I will talk about those later on in the show, but I think there's a real reality that our bodies are connected to the earth. We, we are in communion with everything, whether we like it or not. Um, and the more we choose to be in communion with it, the more we become aware that we're in communion with it, the more that we can get that maybe we aren't as messed up as we think we are. Maybe then we don't have to medicate for things that don't require medication. What if our bodies are in a place where, you know, maybe they're going, maybe the nature of our bodies has an awareness like, oh, right now, um, you know, outside in Canada, there isn't food growing. 
you know, if this was even a hundred years ago, like our bodies a hundred years ago would require, you know, sustaining and and being sustained by things that are around us. And that would have included maybe maple sap, maybe dried foods, maybe, um, you know, canned, uh, you know, different pickled things, right? Dried foods and pickled foods and maybe bread, right? Maybe some beans like that have been dried, but mostly dried foods. So our bodies would have been responding to the environment. And it's not like we've changed that much in 100 years physiologically. Our environment has changed dramatically. And so we somehow have this illusion that well, there's, you know, there's no reason for us to have that because, you know, we've got all the food, we've got all of this, but our bodies still are in looking at nature going, well, there is no food uh, really available in this area. There's really no natural food available unless I'm going to go hunting. So um, that would be one thing, you know, hunting uh deer or uh, wild turkeys or something, then there might be food if you're lucky, right? So the body's natural instinct would go into survival mode. Um, You know, smart bodies go into survival mode and they would know, okay, so if we actually copulate right now and we create babies, there may not be food to sustain them. Uh, I remember hearing Susie Godsey, who is a certified facilitator of access consciousness, talk about uh, rabbits that have this incredible awareness that rabbits will actually not mate or create babies um, prior to seasons when they actually have an awareness that there will not be enough food for them to thrive. So it's like if you start to look at nature and you look at uh, where for example, the rabbits aren't mating, you might notice that, well, if you if you look a few months after that, like, oh, maybe there was a drought, maybe there was lack of uh, food that like a rabbit would eat, you know, which is still food that a human would eat other than the fact that rabbits eat their own poo, but that's another story. So um, like lettuce or carrots or whatever, there may not be enough food for us to sustain our bodies um, and to create more generations. And basically our natural human instinct for sex, not only does it have to do with like, there is this loveliness of human connection and body connection, but there truly innately is this like uh, requirement to procreate in order to you know, maintain civilization, to have people have further generations. So it's really about creating future generations to make sure that we thrive and survive on this planet. Now, if we don't have the food available, our bodies will have an awareness. Our bodies are smarter than we are. So I I highly encourage you to look around, you know, for those of you who are really trying to get pregnant or something, you know, uh, a lot of people out there trying to get pregnant, and I think it's really interesting that we don't take into account what's actually going on environmentally around us and how much our body is aware and connected to it. So, for example, if if you're living in a metropolis area where there's tons of concrete and tons of um, stuff like, you know, you're surrounded by vehicles, you're surrounded by concrete and glass and steel, um, and your body is and you're asking your body to do something that's completely 
nature-based. You're asking your body to procreate, yet you're in this completely artificial, superficial environment that has nothing to do with being connected to nature and the true nature of your body. So I'll tell you a little funny thing, which is completely true, is that when I lived in Toronto and for about eight years, I deeply desired uh, having a child, seven actually, it was seven at the time, um, you know, tried with one person, tried with another person. And I just like, I wasn't getting, uh, and then I was also worried about getting pregnant because there was like, there was this, you know, both desired having a child and I both desired, like was scared of it at the same time. So my body had this uh, polarity going on and it was kind of going through a bit of stress on the polarity front. Uh, and then I, I moved out to where I live now and completely surrounded by nature. And I tell you, I wasn't living here for more than four weeks before I got pregnant with uh, zero effort. Like I probably could have had um, Ziva's uh, sperm donor sneeze on me and I probably would have gotten pregnant. It was that fast and easy. So, you know, it's something to consider. It's like, is is your body actually desiring, if, for example, you are looking to have babies, is your body desiring to copulate somewhere that's more um, more conducive to it receiving, more uh, more in a place where it allows you to be vulnerable so that you can receive more of you so that you're out of judgment of you. Um, and nature is an amazing place for that. So if you're not somebody who really likes being in nature, you know, it could even just be going on a retreat, staying in a cabin where you're not going to be necessarily surrounded by bugs and wild animals if that's not your thing. And if it is, what great and amazing contribution can it be to like go and be like our ancestral druid friends who would go off and like make love on the you know fields to remind nature to wake up you know it's like they're great celebrations like wake up nature and be part of it and they had an awareness that they contributed to the waking up of nature and that nature contributed to them waking up and there was this interconnectedness that we we somehow have you know, we talk about it, but it's a really cerebral thing that we do. It's like, yes, we're connected to nature, but there isn't like a real sense of us having total communion with the earth and this sense that our bodies are constantly um, having this uh, like a communication constantly going on with the earth. So, you know, I really encourage you to look at that. If your libido is low, what's going on in your environment, you know? Are you in a place where your body is uh, able to receive with total ease? So we're going to head off to break. And when we come back, more tips and tools on how to spring back into the action and get that libido going again. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melita Yelenich, and tonight's topic is how to spring into action. Because, you know, a lot of us, um, our bodies are reacting to the weather, to the environment, and it's not that uh, it's a cause and effect thing. It's that our bodies are actually in communion with what's going on with the earth, and our bodies have an awareness of, you know, where possibly um, in nature, you know, a lot of times, uh, copulation is, is essentially for the sake of creation of a new life form. And if we are um, not able to sustain that life form, if there's no food around or whatever, our bodies instinctively can sort of pull back on having that desire because it has no desire to create the babies that it cannot um, that it cannot look after. Right. So we're smart. Our bodies are totally smart. I don't know if you guys were listening to those ads uh, just prior to me coming back online, but you might have heard Dr. Dane here, um, and I'm a huge fan of his. I just adore him, and I don't know if you guys know this, but if you actually, if you have been uh, looking at our um, roster of shows coming up, you might have noticed that uh, on Imperfect Brilliance, my friend Betsy McLaughlin and Kathy Williams are having Dr. Dane here on their show next week on uh, April 10th, so check that out. I'm excited for them. I'm actually going to listen to their show that night too. How does it get any more fun than that? Because you get to call in, right? You can call into my show anytime too. I love that. And how fun is it that Dr. Dane is going to be on this station again? We love uh, having him on. So how fun is that? Um, Also, really excited about, we have so many, so many amazing archives. So many of us are are uh, going to have like 
I don't know. I don't know. Some of us have like over a hundred shows in our archives. Um, some maybe thirty or fifty, but check them out. There are like over fifty shows um, that have different topics and varieties that you can check out, and it's such an amazing contribution. I know that anytime I have something, I'm like, oh, I wonder about this. Like, chances are you're gonna find a topic that you're looking for uh, in there. It's amazing. So it's very very cool. So. So back to springing into action, um, how how fun is it when the spring shows up and your body gets turned on and your body's then, you know, your body's turned on and your body is like interacting with everything around it, turning on nature and vice versa. Um, what an amazing contribution that is. And what is your life like when it's not choosing that and creating that? It can be a little different, right? Like, you know, when the winter time comes, and for any of us living in um, the northern hemisphere, or the deep, deep southern hemisphere, you know, I don't think we have any. Well, maybe we do. What do I know? Uh, you know, people who are doing research in the Antarctic, maybe they're listening to Inspired Choices Network. How cool would that be? Um, but you know, they may be, they may not be, and if they are, amazing. So I'm wondering how many. Um, how many of us living in these colder climates for the majority of the year go through this period where our bodies um, kind of retract and they're kind of like retracting uh, their mojo. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, not right now, not feeling it. Um, though, you know, even though in these colder climates, there's also this thing of like, my body's cold, I would like to cuddle. So there may be more other things that could entice your body to be turned on. So following your awareness is really amazing. Um, you know, and if you are living in colder climates and your body's got this, like, cuddle desire, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd say a lot of my uh, friends in Canada are mega cuddlers. Um, very few aren't. <laughs> so wonder if it's our climate that makes us such cuddle fanatics. I don't know. But we even have cuddle associations in uh, Toronto where you can like go and cuddle people up in case you don't have anybody to cuddle of your own at home or whatever. You can go to these cuddle groups and get cuddled up. So how lucky are we? I don't know if you guys have that in the, in the hotter climates, you know, South America, Africa, uh, Australia, India even. Like, I don't know if you guys have cuddle groups there. Um, or if it's just too darn hot to be cuddling and you just say, let's just get naked and get her done. I don't know. Whatever's working for you. That's awesome. So is it is it for you um, possibly, you know, is it the climate? That's the one question that I really would go to first. Um, and then I would start asking a bunch of other things. Like I'd especially start to ask um, if – if you are in a relationship, I would ask if there's anything going on in the relationship that is, you know, possibly issues, resentments, things you're holding on to that you can't quite let go of, you know. And it's like maybe there was um, infidelity, maybe there was lying, maybe there's been uh, some addiction. I know for me in um, my past relationship, there was a lot of addiction and lying and infidelity that that um, created me really not being turned on by the person like at all, um, and it was really the the lying and the addiction and and the infidelity that 
it was like no matter what that person did, it, it just like I was not I was just not willing. I was just like done. And sometimes when you just know you're done, you got to honor that. So is it your libido or are you just done? You know, and we're again, our bodies are smart and when they when they have this like when they've got your back more than you do, they'll just turn off and be like, "Yeah, not turned on." Uh, even though another person could do exactly the same thing to your body and it will be turned on, um, it could be all those resentments that are totally turning you off. So check on that. Like, uh, am I holding back? Is there anything I resent? Am I, you know, is there is there something that isn't working for you? Is there something that you're just like refusing to receive from that person and it doesn't mean that you have to receive it you can acknowledge yeah i'm not willing to receive that person's touch okay cool so what is that okay there's something there where you know stuff just i don't trust them they don't this doesn't work for me whatever it is the coolest thing is you don't have to justify it um so you don't have to justify your choices as to why you don't want to have sex with them so Essentially, you don't have to turn your body off. So if your body is turning off, acknowledge, oh, okay, interesting, body, so, you know, lack of mojo, what's going on here? Okay, so you're not, you know, this person isn't really working for you. Um, And instead of turning your body off uh, or trying to turn it down, just acknowledge what's going on and choose something different. Acknowledgement and choice are huge contributions to changing anything. Acknowledgement and choice. They Choice trumps everything, so acknowledge what's going on and then choose. Um, instead of going, no, it's fine, whatever, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, not so much. So know that. Know it and then just, just change it. Really, just change it because you could be in a sexless, or some people call it loveless, uh, could be gratitudeless uh, sort of relationship for years if you aren't choosing to acknowledge what's really going on. You could go to the doctor, you could go, you could do a million things, you could eat all the right foods. And it's not changing. And you'll be one of those, it's not, but it's, I've, I've eaten all the right foods, I exercise, I've had my hormones checked, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You don't want to be with that person. And if you just acknowledge it, you might be able to change it. It's like, because you can choose out of it. You can even just go, wow, I um, I don't like this person and then sometimes just acknowledging, it's like, oh, cool, I don't like them. That's what's going on. Oh, I'm so smart. Yeah, be so smart. We're like little geniuses we are. So so please know what it is for you because if it is a resentment and you're willing to change it, awesome. If it's a resentment and you like the resentment and you're going to hold on to it, you know, infinitum and never let it go, Cool. Just your choice. Just your choice. Not a big deal. You you're never obligated to change anything or let it go. So hold on to that for dear life and see what it creates for you. And for and please, please, please acknowledge it. Acknowledge it regardless and then choose to hold on to it or change it. 
up to you. Choice. So what else? What else could actually be an impact uh, to getting your libido back on track? So acknowledge what's going on. I think acknowledge any resentments because that can really change stuff. So what else can do it, right? We we have bodies and these bodies are these mechanisms that require certain things to fuel them to, you know, maintain their existence. So what are these things that fuel them? So there's there's a few things that fuel our bodies. You know, we've got proteins, we've got um different sugars that are re- required for our bodies to function. So um different things, you know, nutrients, minerals, vitamins, all these things. Um, people talk about having a healthy diet. Now, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the judgment of healthy, even though uh, for years I was the queen of judging the poop out of myself for what I was eating. And so I was like ultra strict, uh, non-GMO, uh, make sure that no um, baby whales were harmed in the making of packaging and all that kind of stuff kind of person. And, and it was actually incredibly stressful to go grocery shopping, to buy food, to live with anybody, to be around people, because then I was in constant judgment of me not being able to facilitate them to be more aware so that we could all be more aware, so that we all could change the world by not eating this and that and by all eating GMO, which is cool if it works for you. And if it's stressing you out, then look at something else, right? So what else is possible when you're not actually in judgment of what you're putting into your body. So um, that that kind of judgment of healthy is one thing that they put out there as an, as a way of um, getting you to look at what are you eating. So instead of the so-called healthy diet, I encourage you to, to look at what does your body require and how much fun can your body go look at and, and choose foods that'll ramp up your libido. So how do you do that? That's a great question. How about if we talk about that a little bit when we come back from this commercial break on The Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Amelia Yelenich, and today's topic is how to spring into action. And just before we went to break, I had mentioned that, you know, one of the things that that experts are saying um, can impact your libido is the foods you eat. And they do say that there are foods that will increase your libido, uh, foods that will decrease your libido. So what are they? Um, I know you guys are waiting for the specific list. So, you know, truth be told is for some people's bodies, yes, these things might increase libido. However, uh, you can look all of them up if you like. I bet you there will be some things on the list of things that would boost your libidos that actually your body doesn't like at all. So, don't be forcing things into your mouth and into your body just because somebody said, and they have expert after their name said, that it's going to boost your libido. Um, please ask your body. For example, uh, oysters are said to boost your libido, you know, and but if you're allergic to shellfish, it's going to kill you. So use your awareness. This is what I'm saying, kids. Use your awareness. So if you know, for example, you know, strawberries can boost your libido. However, again, if you're allergic to strawberries, you could end up very ill. Uh, so ask your body. And even if you're not allergic to them that day, your body might be like, no, uh, I'm not into strawberries right now. I like these other strawberries, but blah, blah, blah. You know, bodies know. Um, you know, those strawberries that you might be trying to eat just to boost your libido might have E. coli on them, for all I know. And your body is like, no, 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 I don't want that. But your brain is going, I was told if I eat strawberries, my libido would ramp up. So use your awareness. And how do you know how to do that? There, um, If you actually look on YouTube, Dr. Dane here has a video on how to do uh, testing your food. I don't remember what he called it, but I remember watching it a few years ago. Uh, it was very cute. He like tested champagne and strawberries, I think. So, so hey, yeah, it's basic muscle testing. And if you're not familiar with it, there is that video on YouTube with Dane here that you can look up um, and or uh, drop me a line and I can go through that with you. How do you drop me a line? That's a great question. You can find me on melitzajelenic.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. You can find me on different social media uh, places like Facebook and YouTube. Um, although the easiest way to get a hold of me is like Facebook and Instagram. I am under Magical Melitza on Instagram. And under Facebook, you can find me under Melitza Jelenic or The Pleasure Zone. I do have a business page there, The Pleasure Zone. 
And you can also find me on Inspired Choices Network as well. You can click on the replay page to find me there too. And uh, you can just, yeah, I do have a page on here under hosts, so you can locate me there and write to me if you like to. So one of the things um, that I find is like when you do know how to muscle test for your food, your body will guide you so easily. Um, and what I kind of find fun too is going into like new grocery stores and kind of just going in like not knowing where anything is and asking my body beforehand, like, body, show me where the food is that you would really like to digest and ingest. And let's add, for the sake of this show, uh, body, what foods would increase your libido? Woohoo! Just for fun, how much fun would it be to ask your body what foods would increase your libido? Now, for you, it might be cornflakes, and for other people, it might be, you know, blue cheese. We don't know uh, for sure, right? So follow what's true for you. Your body will know. It's like your body's libido will turn on and turn up when it's eating things that it really requires and really enjoys. Uh, your body will get turned on having like or literally orgasmic reactions to food when it really likes it and um, really enjoys it. And when it does enjoy it that much, it's interesting. You might find that it requires less food. Uh, as much as it tastes fantastic, you might have five bites and your body's like, oh, wow, amazing, fantastic. It's filling all this... Um, place of maybe void where you thought you were hungry and maybe it's just space you're filling. It's a good thing to ask that too is am I hungry or is it space? But you you might find that your body is getting satiated so easily because it's getting every little bit of everything it requires. So let's say for example your body is like, oh I'd really like leek and potato soup and and you don't have leeks, but all you've got is potatoes. So you're eating potatoes, and like four days later, you're still eating potatoes, and your body's still going, but there's something missing, but there's something missing. And then and then, all of a sudden, uh, you walk in a grocery store, and, and you walk by leeks, and your body's like, wow! And it gets turned on, and you get them, and you get them home, and you've actually now mixed the leeks and the potatoes together, and all of a sudden, you've got exactly what your body's been asking for, and it's like three spoonfuls later, you're like, wow, I'm good. That's all I required. Thanks. Uh, where before it was like trying to fill up potato, french fries, chips, and you're like, well, this is never ending. I can't get full. I can't get full. It's like, it's because there's something else lacking. Your body's asking for something and you're not giving it to it. So give your body the things it's asking for. Um, all the ingredients, you know, your body might even be going, oh, cilantro on top of my soup and you're like okay well I don't have cilantro so screw it well sometimes it's worth just going out and getting that like thing that your body's really asking for because um, you might find that just like having a little bit of that even a smell of it or a taste of it and you're done like I know it sounds like the craziest diet possible and when your body is uh, feeling satiated and having all the nutrients, minerals, and everything it requires, you'll find that you'll eat less, have more energy, and with more energy 
and then your blood's flowing good, and then you have all this more energy. Well, what's going to happen? Your body's going to be turned on. This is like a natural physiological reaction in your body that when your body um, has more energy, it gets turned on. It it actually takes a lot of energy for us to digest our food. So eating large quantities of food is not going to give you the, necessarily the energy you require. Um, you might find that eating less food will give you what you require, maybe uh, higher caloric intake but smaller quantities. So um, maybe different fat contents. It's like there are things you don't have to avoid. You can definitely have all the foods you require and, and have communion with your body and ask it questions so that you can be eating the food that will ramp up your libido, that will bring you more energy, that will turn you on through the day. So... um I, I went through a phase like a, about a week or two ago and I was like, I was eating uh, roasted pumpkin seeds, salted pumpkin seeds. And I was like, whoa. And I know there's going to be raw foodies out there listening to this going, oh, roasted anything. It, it like destroys the this and it destroys the that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever works for you, works for you. And your point of view creates your reality. My point of view is that if I if I eat what my body is asking for, it makes me smart. It makes me turned on and it makes me happy. That's my point of view. If you like my point of view and would like to go with that, go for it. Um, I know even when I was like 17 or 18, this is before I was uh, officially, you know, in consciousness. I was playing with all kinds of things. But I would say, like, eating chocolate makes me smart. That's what I had chosen. And I had chosen that uh, certain things, uh, there were certain things that if I ate them, I was like, yeah, that makes me smart. That makes me strong. That makes me smart. That makes me smart. That makes me strong. <laughs> so i just chosen it. That was my reality. And, um, yeah, eating chocolate. So the joke in our house, because I have been saying it forever, chocolate makes me smart, is that my daughter will, will come home sometimes from school and go, I need some brain food. I need to feel smarter. Do we have any of that get smart food? Or how can I get smarter? And she knows there's a cupboard that is dedicated to getting smart food in our house. So, you know, some people call it the junk food drawer. We don't have a junk food drawer. We have the get smart cupboard. So <laughs> your point of view creates your reality. What would you like your point of view to be um, so that you can choose into that more? And yes, people will be like, well, it's just semantics and it's just this and you're just faking yourself. I'm like, cool, if I'm faking myself and it's working, I'm awesome. I'm like an illusionist master. So pat on my back for me and if it doesn't work for you, don't choose it and just keep on living your reality and um, if you're happy with it, awesome. And if you're not happy with it, um, keep choosing it anyway because you're probably smarter than the rest of us. Okay, so... I'm having an ultra sarcastic moment because there are some like funny and hilarious energies coming up as I talk about food and sex. And it's like, I know there's a lot of judgment out there about the proper diet, eating right for your blood type. I think I discovered eating right for your blood type when I was about 19 years old. And the woman that I went to, uh, she was my Reiki master. She had, she had the eat right for your blood type book in, in a format before it was even published. So it was in this, like, rough copy. Um, and I think, I don't know if it was the same guy or somebody at around the same time also had this book that was, like, uh, it was a mechanic book related to car parts and if there's something going on with your car, what's going on with your body. 
Uh, it was brilliant. And I don't, I didn't read the whole book. Just the concept to me worked so well that whenever I had anything going on with my car, I'd be like, okay, well, body, is there anything going on with you? And sometimes, let's say, for example, it might be like uh, the muffler. And maybe I've been like, maybe I've been having gas or something a lot, like, or whatever, farting a lot, or I don't know, it could be anything. Um, or if it's like windshield wipers, and I'm like having a hard time seeing, and in, in reality, my body is like having like stress in the eyeballs. It's funny, and it's true. And like my body seems to be highly connected to my car, and have a capacity to work with it. So as eat right for your, that was a digression of magnitude uh thank you for following my adhd brain on this adventure called how to spring into action um so going back to the topic so eating right for your blood type you know doing the um what is that diet called where everybody's eating like cavemen well that one and then the Atkins diet and no carb and then this diet and the carb only diet and then the that diet and then the there's like five million diets in the world. You know there's actually more like four trillion diets in the world or however many people we have, four billion, seven billion, ten billion, however many oh, seven point nine billion I think it is that we have on the planet. Um, however many people it is on the planet, that's how many diets actually exist on the planet. We are all completely and totally individual. So ask your body what will turn it on. Um, you know, clothes, they can also ramp up your libido if you're wearing clothes that uh, are conducive to having your body feel sexy and look sexy. It's kind of like setting the environment to bring on the sexy. So let's talk about more about ramping up our libidos and how to spring into action this spring and get that energy flowing when we come back from this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, 
beinguclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer, Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Amelia Yelenich, and tonight we're talking about how to spring back into action. So some of you may have been listening to the whole show or not, and if you haven't been listening to the whole show, um, please go back and have a listen. You're going to find uh, some interesting information about how to get that libido back on track, not just from a medical standpoint, but I do know that a lot of us will look up you know, all our stuff on Google to try and, like, get information because, you know, we're looking for the experts to tell us what to do. And what if we are the experts? What if we know way more about our bodies um, than we ever imagined? You know, what if we know more about what are aphrodisiacs for us? What if not everybody has oysters as an aphrodisiac, right? Like I mentioned, what if you're allergic to shellfish? That could kill you. So what else is possible for aphrodisiacs that you never imagined? Um, what if, you know, bran flakes turn you on? Go for it. What what turns your body on? Ask your body. Choose it. Go for it. Just like clothing. What what clothing turns you on? Actually, wearing different um, textures can have a, an effect on your body. You know, it can it can create a certain mood in your body, but also, you know, certain textures and, and sensations will have a have like a a memory for your body, right? So um there are certain textures that when I touch them make my body cringe and I'm like, ugh, what a turn off and then there are other ones that are like they turn my body on so much that it's like I don't even have to do anything except for wow, I just touched something and I'm like, Whoa, that was awesome. So and I know I'm not unique to that. I just might be a little more ramped up to it. Maybe not. Maybe a lot of us are ramped up to it. Um, we're just not realizing what's going on, right? So so if you are willing to ramp it up and like get turned on by everything, how fun is that? So one of the things um, I would like to, to mention too is that uh, for a lot of people who are on medications, like medications can affect your body. They mess with your hormones. They mess with your body. They're changing things chemically in your body. So be aware of that. If you are on like antidepressants, if you are on birth control pills, if you are on uh, painkillers or anything like that, um, blood pressure medications, these things are meant to affect your body. That's the purpose of them. So if if you're like concerned that you have low libido and you're on different medications, please consult your doctor um, and see if they can switch something up for you so that you can have your libido back because you don't, you know, it's not the law that you have to be depressed and sexless. You can, you know, be going through depression, um, being medicated for depression if that's what you're choosing, 
and you can still have sex. It's not against the law. Um, and you can ask questions because I bet, you know, for a lot of you out there who are super depressed, I bet a lot of you are also super freaking aware and you can start to ask some questions that might contribute to changing that. Um, and if you don't know what questions to ask, feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to facilitate you through that because I've personally had a lot of depression going on after I had my daughter and a whole truck load caravan of trucks filled with anxiety for years, um, which contributed to a lack of libido in a lot of ways too, along with the fact that I resented and couldn't stand the person I was with at the time. Uh, that has a contribution, right? We kind of talked about that. So look at the relationships you're in. Uh, if you are in one and if you're like, my libido's low, I, it's not my diet, it's not my this, and you've decided, you've already concluded, it's not this, it's not that, it's not that. For one thing, destroy and uncreate all your conclusions because the truth is, it may be something going on there. You may not be listening to your body. You may have just decided that you are either doing everything totally right or everything totally wrong, in which case you've created totally no choice. So go to back to the place where there's choice, which is... um go back to that by what I mean is we've always had that. Um, it's that we we uh, create our lives out of it. So you've always had total choice until you create your life as not having it. So start start to acknowledge where you do have choice and go, okay, cool. Well, you have choice in your diet. You have choice in certain things and the clothes you wear, the medication you're taking. You can definitely consult doctors and get that changed up and see what else is going on for you and what else is possible um, so that you can have uh, like a libido that's like, going on and strong all year round. It doesn't have to just be, it's springtime and now I'm ready to spring into action. It can be that you have, you know, a happy, healthy sex life, even if you do live in the Northern Hemisphere all year round. You don't have to wait till the summer comes around, till things get hot. Um, so what can you add to your life? Is it sex toys, different lubes, is it stimulants? Is it fun? Is it different bodies? What do you require? Is it warmth? You know, maybe you require like a super, super comfy comforter to get you totally turned on. So look at what it is going on in your environment and what can you change about the environment that will allow you to have a more yummy, luscious love life um, and have your body just like too, super tantalized and excited and turned on uh, all the time. So I want to thank all of you for listening, for being brave enough to stick it through this show because I know it takes courage not only to have this show, I know that, but also to listen to it because you might get caught like having your hand down your pants, but I applaud you for choosing it. And I uh, look forward to having you on my show next week. Have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.